0: Welcome
1: to Arcade Audio.
0: If I could save time in a bottle. First thing that I'd like to do is to save every day till eternity passes away just to spend them with you. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullett. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullett.
1: Sleeping, leave me alone. <laughs>
0: And this will be a one-sided podcast today, as it usually is.
1: Yeah, the other way. Okay. That's why I have a nice pack on my back right now. It's from carrying your sorry ass. (laughs) Ow. Oh, my back hurts. (laughs) Oh, my back hurts.
0: If you're new here... We're married.
1: We're only in our early 30s. We're
0: in our early 30s. We make fun of each other. We have a baby who is currently taking a nap, so we're not going to be too rambunctious today on this show.
1: This is you. Um, what does, she have? does she have, like, a goldfish coming out of her foot? What is it? Or? I know she's always surrounded with crumbs and food.
0: Look, there's, like, a little piece of something by her foot. <laughs> I think she ate that, like, four days
1: ago. Right. Well, either, either,
0: either, <laughs> came, probably out, in her either came
1: out of her butt or came out <laughs> of her bed or something...
0: She had those snacks like four days ago.
1: You know how all the Toys R Us are closed now? Well, our house looks like all of them at the moment if they didn't get kept up with afterwards. There's shit everywhere. They use diaper right there. (laughs) You can't laugh that loud. She's moving. So, yeah.
0: I was actually on a roll and you completely sidetracked me.
1: Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it's July first, two thousand eighteen. Happy fourth of July. It's technically our July fourth episode.
0: Which makes sense. Yeah,
1: you know, they're big they're big blockbuster movies, it's fine. America. It is the conclusion By
0: Finally Finally of our trilogy of, of trilogies.
1: X Men film franchise. Yeah, our trilogy of trilogies. We started this journey back on May the twenty sixth.
0: Oh, it took us a month. It took us a month, so
1: yeah, you know, we did pretty well. Um We are done, so we're finally going to be reaching back into the box at the end of the podcast. Um, You're hearing this episode, like I said, for July 4th. We already have next week's episode in the can. Um, It's going to be a special episode uh, with a special guest, so it's not going to be from anything that came out of the box. Nothing was nominated. Somebody came over, wanted to hang out, wanted to watch a movie. We did it. Then you'll hear it. Um,
0: So that's that. Yeah,
1: that's that. Uh, so pretty much everything else that's been going on in our lives, you'll kind of hear on that episode, because um, we just talked about it two days ago. Um, um, but yeah, just went to a birthday party yesterday, nothing really else going on. Um, so yeah, so we have three movies to discuss, so let's get into them, huh? Cool. Uh, I drew them, so that means you read the back of the boxes. You cannot give the score at the moment, because the score X-Men, is currently different.
0: X-Men Days of Future Past. X Men Unite: An all-star cast including Hugh Jackman, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Halle Berry, Ellen Page, Ian McKellen, and Patrick Stewart assembles and prepares for battle in this awesome adventure. Stop! You can't do that. In this awesome adventure, packed with non-stop action and excitement, as armies of murderous Sentinel robots hunt down mutants and humans alike. The unstoppable characters from the original X-Men film trilogy join forces with their younger selves in an epic struggle to change the past and save our future. No. An electrifying ride, says Mara Reinstein, US Weekly.
1: Judge. Yeah, Mara Reinstein. Yeah. You know, but You just like you also, like, mumble it. Like I didn't
0: day. mumble it. I did not mumble anything. You should
1: the, like, the widest names ever. I
0: enunciated Dan Miller and clearly. Tom
1: Smith. And George Wilson I and Whitey enunci- Nick White, White.
0: I clearly enunciated everything. Don't get mad because I didn't fuck up, and you keep fucking up. Well, okay, you're s- you're for those of you who are just tuning no, in. No, I told you
1: you can't go with the score.
0: I'm just letting them know what the purpose is. Oh, okay. those of you just tuning in, we have a bet going. Whoever fucks up the most readings of the back of the box between now and episode t- between episodes 200 and 250 um, loses. And we have a bet going on. And so far, I am winning. That's not saying the score. That's just saying that I'm winning, because I am.
1: Fair. So this is movie seven out of nine. Uh, Where we stand at the moment um, for the X-Men film franchise. X-Men got a five. X2 got an eight. X-Men The Last Stand got a 4.25. Origins Wolverine got a three. First class got a nine point two five, and the Wolverine got a three point two five. So mm-hmm. we only had two of the six movies better than be good, better be, than better average. than average,
0: better than average.
1: And I think this is three.
0: I think that this is definitely going to be three. Yeah,
1: this this movie is good. Um, it feels like an Avengers movie. It does because it does. you have the the mixture of the two sides, it feels, like, big. It feels important. Um, it makes the timeline so incredibly hard.
0: <laughs> I mean, I thought we were confused before. It,
1: it makes it so... And which is fine because this essentially resets everything, um, which is ultimately a great thing because technically technically, we shouldn't even watch X-Men the last game because it never even happened.
0: Look, it wasn't that bad. Um, you thought it was better than X-Men Origins.
1: Yeah, just because I—that's just because I hadn't seen it—and
0: almost as good as Wolverine.
1: No, no, no. You—that's because of you. I thought the Wolverine was much better than the last time.
0: No, but the last time you gave a four, and the Wolverine you gave a four point five. Oh, I did. Yes.
1: Oh shit! Okay. So
0: um Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, but this—this uh, this I think is maybe the funniest of the the night. Which is saying something because it's. It's got such like a serious
0: serious tone, yeah. But it's there's a lot of it. parts that make it very humorous.
1: Yes, yeah. well, especially I think considering the other two that we just that are a part of this podcast are yeah. definitely more serious. Which is the throughline throughout all the X Men movies. Like, there's not a lot of humor and fun.
0: But there's... I mean, there
1: there is, but. Not like you see in... It's not... They're the not MCU. comedies. No, they're not, 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 not meant to be. But, like, none of the MCU movies are really comedies either, but you still have...
0: A lot of a, You know,
1: a plethora of it. But this one, uh, I think, is funny because of the juxtaposition of, um, of you know, sending Wolverine back in time. Um, you have the Quicksilver character, who's a, a, a welcome addition... Very much um, so. Because that scene is just the fucking best.
0: It's a great scene.
1: It's. I think it's... The, I think it's the best of the series. The Time in a Bottle of all nine movies. I think it's my favorite scene of all nine movies.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Um, there might be a scene or two in Logan that makes it close, which we'll get to later on. But the Quicksilver scene is just...
0: Explain what scene
1: Uh, The scene where Quicksilver, you know, where they're breaking Magneto Magneto. out of the uh, Mm -hmm. Pentagon. And, you know, in Time in a Bottle plays and he, you know, runs around and and sets everything up. And then, you know, they play out. It's just so damn clever. And it's funny because when this movie, when this came out, it was around the same time, I think it was the same summer that Ultron came out. Both movies had Quicksilver in them. And everyone was really gassed up for, uh, like, you know, MCU Quicksilver. And.
0: Turns out, X Men Quicksilver.
1: Is far and away better. Far and away better. Actor wise. And of course, obviously, spoiler, he didn't get killed off. But even, like, the look, like, everyone's like, man, what's this, like, weird silver, like, you know, weird kid looking thing? Yeah. And, you know, it somehow is just, like, over time has worked. Um, it's not as good as X Men First Class. To me, at least.
0: Yeah, but I think it's better than any of the other movies thus far.
1: I wouldn't put it better next to.
0: Hmm.
1: Me personally, I wouldn't put it better next to. I think that it is still very, very good. I think that.
0: Yeah, okay, you gave X two a nine. Yeah, I
1: love X two. I think at this point, when we saw this, it was like, is when I started to get bogged down <laughs> a little bit. I was like. Oh, another one of these. Well, okay. Yeah, and, and it's and it's still very, very good, but also it is so hard to it's follow Very,
0: confusing. very confusing. what is
1: when and, and you and know. And especially
0: because this is, what, the seventh movie? Yes. And like you said, it completely like, kind of negates everything else that happens, but some of the stuff it Which doesn't negate, dumb. and you have to try to remember going into the rest of the series, what is and isn't reality. Um it does make it very confusing, especially on first watch. This is only, I think, maybe the third time I've seen this movie mm-hmm. um, in its entirety. And it's funny because it was playing on the TV today. Well, yeah, it's been playing on TV um, a while. yeah. So, but the third time I've seen it in its entirety, and so it's very much still new. I haven't seen it as much as I've seen some of the other ones, so I don't still haven't grasped my head fully around it. Mm-hmm. So some of the things are still like, what? And Wait. How? Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> oh, no, thing. I said at the end, I was like, so it's funny, because Wolverine and and Professor X are like really the only two that, like, kind of knows what has happened. So it's just, like, back to the future. At the end of the movie, you know, who knows what. Right. But then, like, I have so many problems with, all right, so if everyone knows that mutants exist, like, they basically do, like, so much more would be different, which, again, we, like, we don't see any of in Apocalypse. Well, you do, because, like, they're teaching about mutants and stuff in school and like Mystique's a hero which I'll get to later but um like that stuff like there would be much more that changed just than like oh yeah X-Men Last Stand like isn't a thing (laughs) like everything else like should feel different different
0: much different like
1: Wolverine's like I think they also kind of wipe out Origins a little bit I mean that's it's Fine. So, it's so confusing. It's so hard. Well, let's
0: just talk about the context of this movie. To so
1: fucking tracking. This is like maybe the most famous and important X Men story. Days of Future Past. they This wanting. is ripped
0: right from the comics too.
1: Yeah, I mean, they make changes like. Well, yeah, yeah, like, but the storyline yeah. itself.
0: You know, having to go back in time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: having to alter this thing that then sets in course a different. Sets in motion a different course for the entirety of mutants for this main cast, um, but I don't I, I don't know if it's done better done in comics on paper if it's easier to follow.
1: I actually have Days of Future Past as a trade. If you ever wanted to read it, I bought it at a um, con. I like there was like a box like buy two get yeah. one free. And but I then it but up.
0: then see my problem with all this, and I think we've talked about this on on the last six episodes. Uh, the last, talking about the last six movies, the mm-hmm. last two episodes, um, you know, there's so much leading up to it, so much material, so many characters, so many storylines. And then you come to this and it deviates from that, which comics are known to do. Yeah. And we've talked about that this is how, like, they reset and revamp and all of this kind of thing but I would want if I were to read this comic I would have to read every single issue that came before to know okay
1: where are all of these people
0: how are they what are their relationships what are the backstories Mm -hmm. and then this reset button. Okay, now what?
1: Here's something I'm finding out because I have two giant boxes of comics that I've accumulated. You over spent the, past, the like, first
0: two hours this morning organizing, like organizing it.
1: comics, uh, which Where I really, are my really have just bought over the, the pa- in the bedroom. Okay. Over the past like year and a half was like I'd start reading stuff, and be like, man, I want to know like more about this, so I buy like previous issues and like other iterations, and ultimately it really doesn't matter. Does it help? And is it just more stuff that you can enjoy? Sure, but, like, every comic... Like, there are seven different Batman comics, like, out right now. Like, like like, and like, some of them tie together, some of them don't. Like, every iteration is what you make out of its own, um, which makes it easier for comics. But in movies, it's hard. When you have now, like,
0: yeah.
1: like three different timelines, they haven't even fucked with alternate universes. God forbid they get into that, because comics are huge, huge into that, too. Um, so you really just want, like, a through line. You really just want, you know, everything to make sense, which MCU is fantastic at. Like, we were watching Iron Man uh, just the other day, because it was on, uh, yesterday, it was on TV. And I was like, I still know everything. Everything about this still is carried over. You know, the only thing that gets confusing is Guardians, because Guardians, like, because Guardi- like, the first Guardians movie happened, like, like basically at the same time that like, Iron Man happens, technically.
0: Yeah, but, but it, in the... In a different, on a different planet. Yeah,
1: well, what I'm saying is, like, when, uh, like, in between Volume 2 of Guardians and Infinity War, like, four years passes. But, like, mm-hmm. they're, like, back-to-back almost in, like, the actual timeline. So, like, that's the only time, like, that gets messed up. But for this, there's been, what, when we watch just seven movies, and now...
0: It jumps all over the place, and it's... It?
1: Yeah, yeah, they've gone back and forth. Even the end of the movie, like, you know, so Mystique gets, like, oh my Mystique, God, you.
0: Would not stop about this. So
1: Mystique you would not rescues shut up about this. Wolverine from drowning.
0: Right, right. You but it, like then sh- she she is in the form of, of Striker. William Stryker. But then like you see her eyes go off. But you then in the her. next one,
1: Wolverine is with Stryker in Apocalypse being the weapon what 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 does and does not exist anymore.
0: Because I think when he was captured at the end of this movie, he didn't have his adamantium. Yeah. Wolverine's not gonna be Wolverine, he's not gonna be as strong as he is and, and last as long With as he does without Stryker, that adamant. Like
1: I remember when I first saw a movie that Stryker was the one that got him. I'm like, okay that makes sense, they're resetting that back up. But when I saw it this time, I'm like, oh wait, it's Mystique. So like when when the fuck did he get out of like what what?
0: Why why? What is happening? And I guess that that's why the animosity between Stryker and Mystique. He probably came back. Probably,
1: yeah, I guess. Because in apocalypse. I think
0: she knew that he needed that random Because it wouldn't
1: be a fucking X Men movie if we didn't pigeonhole Wolverine's backstory in it at some point whatsoever, and have random Striker He's got
0: a complex backstory, better than that bitch Cyclops.
1: Cyclops is in this, you don't yeah, because he's me. dead. Except at the end, when James Marsden comes stroll, he comes fucking gliding into the scene. Spoiler for next week. Um, <laughs> like a little bitch, which we'll get to with Apocalypse, but um, it's yeah, it's still good. I mean, I, I like
0: I, I, I like it better than I like some of the other ones. It's
1: hard to follow. There's it's, still stuff I like that, some of the acting. Yeah, the, the acting is good. There's stuff that bothers me about it. Um, again, timeline stuff is hard to follow. Yeah, but I I think I, that I don't that's... like how over import, overly important Mystique was made in this franchise just because Jennifer Lawrence became famous.
0: I don't think it's just that. I think it's because of the type of mutant she is too. Cuz the whole point of this was creating these sentinels and the whole point of the sentinels was to destroy the mutants, but because mutants are so different, the whole thing was, well, how do you get them to adapt to it? Mystique
1: That's is not the how Days of Future Past goes though. Like
0: Well, I didn't read it. I've already no, no. Said, I haven't read it so I don't know. But In the context of this movie and how they set it up and um,
1: She's never that important is but, how I feel.
0: But in this context, I think that it was made that she was that important, and it makes sense that she's that they make, important. Because of how can she can sense. transform
1: and stuff. It does. It does. It
0: does. And I think, that, and I think if that's not the way the Days of Feature pass, what I think that they have a missed opportunity there. I'm just saying. Okay? Rewrite it. Well, also, I'm sure you'll figure out Rogue a way.
1: is very important. So there's a very famous Rogue cut of this, which I've actually been interested in seeing that Rogue was in the movie. And they actually cut her completely out of it. It was, like, a like a side storyline. Which I think, ultimately, I still want to see it. It would be a good decision because I can't see them, like, going back face. to <laughs> that. And I can't see them going back to, like, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart and fucking Ice Boy, um, like, any more times than they do for that. Which, essentially, is why, where they go back and do that. Because already, like, in Apocalypse, which we'll get to here in a few moments, like, I hate how there is a side story of, you know... Like them going back to Alkali Island and seeing Wolverine and like splitting them up, like it's just for the purpose of stretching the runtime and getting more characters, more things to do. So the not being here was was fine with me, because um, at the same time, like you introduced a bunch of new, really cool mutants, yeah. and you don't get to hardly see them at all. Like right. Bishop does absolutely nothing. Um, Blink is badass, and she does you know she gets to show a couple things and a couple cool scenes and but that's about it. Warpath can fuck off. But um uh like like you have these new moments that don't really get a lot of attention because we have to focus on on the main people
0: here. Which, again, is fine. Yeah, but I feel like we could have shifted focus. And I think that the only way to start getting into this is getting into the characters and the performances. So let's talk a little. I do you have anything before we I do have ahead? a couple.
1: I just want to make sure I hit all my notes and then we can get into that stuff. Oh, yeah, stuff. you took notes. I have been taking copious notes um, during this process. Quill Man, sick boy. I hate that scene where uh, Mystique goes... And, like, takes, like, rescues oh. the mutants. I thought, uh, when
0: you said that at first, I thought you were talking about a different movie. And I was like, wait. No, right. It
1: still sounds movie. right, right? So sounds right. She goes to, like, the barracks. And that's when you see, like, when she meets Striker. And Havoc is there. Havoc, who's just, like, just bouncing around each movie. Like, it doesn't matter. Because everybody else in first class has been killed. Uh, which is another problem I have. Like, Azazel yeah. is gone. Emma yeah. Frost. Well, that's one I don't have a problem with. Yeah,
0: but. But, but like, Banshee. You set it up. You know, like, know.
1: like like random character Like, Angel. Uh, Banshee, Angel. Angel. If your name is Angel and you're an X Men movie, you're fucked. Doesn't matter if you're a blonde boy with wings or if you're Lenny Kravitz's daughter, you're in trouble.
0: Rocker, tattooed motherfucker.
1: That's just a blonde boy with wings. Um, So like they kill all that off, but then like we make sure to take time for uh, Jennifer Lawrence to get more screen time as herself, rescuing havoc. But then also this weird guy with quills. Young Toad and that guy whose power is literally just to make people throw up. That is the dumbest power. Not There's just throw
0: up, throw up and shit.
1: Yeah, there was literally he a character their bow moves. in X Men: The Last Stand. There was a character who just caused you to lose your powers, and they brought him to the school. That is not as dumb as I'm gonna make you throw up and poop. <laughs> Which um I forgot we, we really dropped the ball on people tweeting us or messaging us um oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. what our power should be. So this is a reminder. You guys have two weeks, because we already have next week's episode in the bank. Uh, Facebook us, facebook.com slash movies. Email us, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. And tweet us, at MaryW Movies, what you think you'd pow- your powers would be, but also what Sam and I's powers would be, and we'll talk about it
0: my, my vote, in a couple weeks. My vote is that that's your power.
1: That would be my power, absolutely. Hundreds is what do, you, what do you do for a living? And I, I, what do you do for a living? Well, it would be if I was a mutant. I would just be like, what's your mutation? And I would just look at you, and you'd be like, oh, my God. And you'd just, like, fucking... Spray shit everywhere. Like a cannon. Be great. You know how many times I would have used that in my life? The Cleveland Cavaliers would have nine championships. It would be amazing. J.R. Smith's got the rebound, and all the Golden State Warriors are spray shitting on the court. He lays it in. The Cavs win Game One, and then I just have to do it every single game because that's the only way we would have been able to win. So yeah, so I had that.
0: At least you're honest. Yeah, I
1: had that note. Um, of course, JFK was a mutant. Um, but wouldn't Professor Xavier see that? Another problem I had right. is he
0: would have known he's a pro- mutant.
1: Professor Xavier.
0: Well, Z- but like the, but his he, well, he abilities, didn't have his power. He didn't have his power.
1: I know. They, same thing with Apocalypse. Like they they toy around with that so much. Like you can't feel this. Most all. Impotent, impotent. That's wrong. Apocalypse ain't got no dick. Um, this like all powerful being, like you can't.
0: Omnipotent.
1: Feel that omnipotent. That's what I meant. You can't like feel that. Is she can't. She's moving. We're good. Um.
0: But it's not like a mutant shows up and he feels it. He does have to be using. Uh,
1: I know. Um... At the end, catching uh, we have some catching up to do. Yeah, all kinds of stupid shit doesn't happen, but a lot still does. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, catches like, yeah, me up. Like, hey, did the Macarena still happen? Like, I need to know these things. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's important. It's, it's the Back to the Future, you know, kind of whatever. Uh, and finally, Nixon, Nixon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did so, I say during? This? It's the
1: first. I don't remember. But we it's were the,
0: watching this, and I said, "No, you know, it was like three, three,
1: three, It was it's the first movie we've actually had Nixon in. So Nixon, Nixon. We'll also get to Nixon in a minute. Um, so you want to get into performances?
0: Yeah, I want to get... Because so, I think the characters are Sure. I mean, so let's, it's, these are character movies.
1: Yeah. So let's, re, let's take the moment to recap quickly again because it's our last X-Men movie where we stand right now. So Hugh Jackman has three out of the six possible MVPs um, for the X-Men movies. Michael Fassbender has one, Ian McKellen has one, and Patrick Stewart have one. The LVPs have um, been... Sean um, Ashmore. All different. Sean Ashmore, James Marston, Danny Ramirez, Will I Am, January Jones, and Ty Akamoto. Um, Tao Akamoto, whatever it may be. So um, let's start with this one. Do you want to start MVP, LVP? I think LVP is easier.
0: I think LVP is easier. I,
1: I have a little list. Um, right, I didn't on. have many. Um, in order, probably. Three, two, one. The third one was that Vietnamese general who Mystique. Uh, again, Like he was I, at a certain point, he was the only one I had. Yeah. Just because I was like, he was kind of cheesy, yeah, like a little over the top. Sure, sure.
0: But I think that may but have been the writing rather. Well, than yeah, and
1: also was. I think he was maybe just like a really good martial artist because like when he's doing Mystique stuff, he looked really badass and yeah, cool. Yeah. So maybe that's why they got him for those, that stuff. Uh, my number two is Peter Dinklage.
0: Really? I don't like you Peter. Didn't, you didn't
1: like him in this? Here's a hot take. I don't think Peter Dinklage is very good, period. Again, I don't watch Game of Thrones. But I think I've ever seen Peter Dinklage in, I'm just like, okay, cool.
0: Cool, we're gonna watch Game of Thrones.
1: I don't want to, but everyone's trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones, and I'm not. I'm, well, I'm I've not gotta into catch
0: it. up, so I'm gonna watch it, so you should watch Go it. Go for it. I... That's an ugly ass kid.
1: <laughs> Sorry, we have a uh, Netflix pause on the TV, and it's the Fuller House preview. And man, Candace Cameron Burray does not make good looking kids on this show. Um, I think he's very one note and monotone and boring as a villain. I think we're bothering Jillian. <laughs>
0: She's annoyed oh, with our knowledge. People are
1: still talking about fucking movies. I getting used to a lifetime of a kid. Um, you're going to be on the
0: show when you're old. So,
1: so that'd be my other one. But my other, my number one nominee would be the guy that played Richard Nixon. <laughs> I thought I mean, he
0: was. He was bad. I
1: thought he was a very bad. His
0: jowls bothered me. I mean,
1: well, Nixon had jowls, but like. But
0: his jowls bothered me. I think he was
1: one of the worst Nixon impersonators ever. And that's coming from one of the worst Nixon impersonators ever.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I just think. Uh, it's just. It's lazy. Screenwriting. I mean, again, if you're gonna go to that uh, that time in our in our history, then yeah, you gotta do it. But at least get somebody close. You don't make the cheap Nixon recording shit jokes. Um, I didn't like that guy at all. Do you have anybody else? No. You don't have anybody for LVP.
0: No, that's good. I I agree with your analysis.
1: You weren't gonna bring anybody up. And that's gonna do it, folks. <laughs> You want to lay? You want to sit with me? Yeah. Here, take these cards. Let's see if we can get you to go back to sleep, huh? Come here. Come here. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Lay on, Daddy.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I forgot part of this movie. What, here, when we're talking about it, part of this movie is them all protecting like Kitty Pride. And like escaping and all this. Well, stuff. That's what
1: I was saying it was like yeah, like yeah, all, yeah. all the other characters like Blink and Warpath and Bishop and stuff.
0: Yeah, 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 but yeah. like those scenes
1: are all great, but like a, it, they're also worthless because Halle Berry is just like.
0: Halle Berry and.
1: <laughs> yeah, for like. And of a Ellen term.
0: Page, I love Kitty Pryde. She's one of my favorites.
1: Ellen like, Page is fine. You just don't like Ellen Page. I
0: like Ellen Page. I actually really do enjoy Ellen Page as a as a performer.
1: Yeah, we should call her and tell her that on her hamburger phone.
0: Chris Mullet has been the LVP of this movie for... I mean, I... Yeah, I think I agree. I, I agree. I, I don't... Like, there's
1: not a lot of bad, you know? Like...
0: There's not a lot of bad. There's cool, not a lot of
1: bad. Cool, 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 The guy who plays Nyx's name is Mark Camacho. Shout out to Tope. <laughs> Camacho!
0: You know the guy who played Warpath?
1: Oh, name his name's name like Bobo Stewart. Boo-boo Stewart. Oh, no, I think it's Bobo.
0: It's got two O's and two O's. It's boo-boo.
1: Boo-boo Stewart. Oh, my name's... Uh, 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 uh hey, Ogie. Hi, I'm boo-boo. Is this... A, how do I make boo-boo more effeminate than he somehow is? What's up? You want mommy? Okay, yeah, because daddy's saying bullshit. <laughs> go to your mother. Well, I have all this stuff. It's fine. There you go. There you go. If it's not Boo Boo stir, then how about Baloo Snailsman? Hi how's it going? You met me last week. Hi. Hey you little one. How are you? You want some candy? I'm Baloo Snailsman.
0: We've no.
1: Done. That's your mommy. Yeah. We're gonna have to stop this, aren't we? Go back you, to sleep. You don't want to go back to sleep. Keep going. Um so wait, keep going as Baloo Snailsman or
0: No, no. Okay, <laughs> so the L V P decided is Mark Camacho. Mark with a K?
1: Yes. And then Camacho with a Camacho. I don't
0: know how to spell Camacho.
1: C-A-M-A-C-H-O. That's how
0: you spell I, it.
1: I married a woman that is not spell Camacho.
0: Are you upset or impressed?
1: Extremely, extremely upset. You should not know how to spell Camacho at all times. Um,
0: all right, let's get into. I mean, so let's talk a little bit about some of the new characters that were introduced and how they did, because we have like the the people who we know have done a good job in this. You know, Patrick Stewart
1: Nick yeah, McKellen. McKellen.
0: very well done. They were very emotional mm-hmm. um you know with the characters and the way that they performed. It's very difficult for me to Yeah. This, <laughs> I told you.
1: We're going to have to probably stop.
0: Jillian. Jillian, can we go back you, to sleep?
1: Are you do you want to go back to your nap?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. all right, come on. So, why don't you come to daddy? No, I
0: got her. You got her? Yep.
1: Kind of bounce, rocker. I got her. Um, yeah, especially because, like, Ian McKellen shows, like, such regret, you know, like, oh. he's, like, you know... It
0: was so, such, think was of, so well done. You know,
1: what have we done, and, you know, like, well, I wish we hadn't done this, you know. And then it's counter... counter... pose. That's not a word.
0: Juxtaposition. I can't fucking
1: come up with words today.
0: It was juxtapositioned ah. by...
1: Yeah, she's not gonna help. So um, my number, so my number, so I'll give you my top three to kind of make a decision. Do you do you have an idea of who yours is? Uh,
0: yeah, but you go, you go, take
1: it. Does your brain have an idea and not your vagina? No. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> I know who permanently you now, and he's always gonna Look, be.
0: It's not my fault. He's extremely good looking. Mommy. Julie, come on. I'm talking about somebody. Jillian. Uh, Jillian. Yeah, go to daddy. She,
1: she does not want us to do this.
0: Daddy. It's not my ah, fault. Come here. It's not my fault that Michael Fassbender is extremely attractive and he's extremely talented. I thought he did a really great job in this as well. I mean, but I think this movie was like, you got a lot of screen time with Michael Fassbender and you got a lot of screen time with Ian McKellen. And just seeing the two of them portray the same character, I think that they did such a phenomenal job. I really do. Um, I think that they both brought this character to life. They do a really
1: good job of portraying Magneto the same same way. The
0: same way, exactly. And that's really hard to do, especially when, you know... It's an iconic thing like this. Um, Yeah. I think that they did a good job. And Michael Fassbender, he always makes me feel things.
1: He's number three on this.
0: Below the belt and above the belt. So that's there. There's nothing else to
1: you above the belt. Yeah, like Um, in my heart.
0: I have a heart.
1: (laughs) That's a fair point. Uh, so my number five is probably, like, Nicholas Holt. He's, just, like, the most unsung, I think, of all these movies. He's always good. Always good. Always brings everything mm-hmm. that he can to it. So mm-hmm. I'll give you my number five. Hugh Jackman's my number four. He does a great job in this. He doesn't get to have as much fun in this because of, like, how serious he is to, like, the plot and the role. But he's still fucking Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. He's great. Mm-hmm. My number three is Michael Fassbender. My number two is Evan Peters as Quicksilver. Evan
0: Peters as Quicksilver. I think that they did such a great job introducing this character.
1: And I think his portray his, his portrayal portrayals. of it, it goes a long way. The fact that he's only in two scenes and I have him be number two to show how good and how much how fun he is. What are you doing? You want to go back and lay down? Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. So we'll be back, folks, uh, to record this later. And we're back. It's now July third. <laughs> Cut to... Our child, as you heard, started... um, Waking up. Woke up. Remained woken. Woke? Wonderful! No, Um, no. And, yeah. And so now here we are, trying to remember where we were. I know where we were. We were in X-Men Days of Future Past. But what else
0: happened between when we were recording last and now?
1: My life fell apart.
0: (laughs) That's so mean. I'm sitting right here.
1: My life fell apart. Oh. LeBron James is a Laker. DeMarcus Cousins is a warrior. My boss's ex-brother-in-law died, meaning I have to work more.
0: Uh, so it was the third of the month, and tomorrow is a bank holiday.
1: I keep pooping. Everything is fucked. So let's talk about the X-Men movie some more. That's all my life. It so- <laughs> makes my life good right now. Um, so we were talking about the, I think my top five MVPs for Days of Future Pass, And I was mm-hmm. talking about how, if I'm not mistaken, number five was Nicholas Holt.
0: Man, we just started and you already...
1: <sighs> Shut the fuck up. Number five was Nicholas Holt. Mm-hmm. Number four was Hugh Jackman. Number three was Michael Fassbender. Number two... Yeah, Michael, Michael
0: Fassbender. We were, we, we were talking we, about Michael Fassbender. We may, I,
1: I think we talked about him. Number two was Evan Peters. My MVP for Days of Future Past is James McAvoy.
0: James McAvoy is really good.
1: I think in this one he.
0: Oh man, you have to get the boxes. Can you get them? Oh, no. My feet are up.
1: Everything I just said. <laughs> That's my answer to that.
0: James McAvoy is very. I good.
1: think he was I think he did a fantastic job at, at, portraying the. The conflict within. Xavier at that time.
0: Yeah, just, just you know, having to deal with the fact that he's paralyzed, yeah. but then not wanting to be paralyzed, so focusing on...
1: You never see that Xavier in, the, in all the other iterations of Patrick Stewart. You don't get to see him, well, I mean, except in Logan, but Logan. that's for a totally different reason. Um, and then even in first class, you get to see McAvoy...
0: This cocky, like know it all, because he kind of does, Yeah. you know, and he's arguably one of the two most powerful mutants that we've seen since the things of, you know, the events of X3, The Last Stand didn't actually happen. One of two of the most powerful yeah. um, mutants ever, and, and, you know, seeing kind of dealing with something that's really like a human thing, you know, pain and loss and... He does it so well and really, I mean, he's an empathetic character anyway, but really makes you empathize with this character and, you know.
1: Yeah, all of his... I
0: love seeing him find his way back to yeah. being Professor
1: X. Everything with Wolverine coming over and trying to convince him. Mm-hmm. And then I always love his conversation with Fassbender as one of the two, uh, the two roles. Uh, They're really good. Um, him trying I to would, reach Raven. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, even him talking to himself as professor, as, as, as Patrick Stewart... As convoluted and unnecessary as that felt, it still held me. So yeah, yeah. He he, and then seeing him at the seeing him at the end, just you know, just basically starting what he's going to be doing uh, was was a lot of fun. So he's my MVP for this one. I think he kind of Evan Peters isn't in it enough, and Fastbender, I think kind of levels out here. To me Fastbender is never as good as he is in first class, but it's not all his fault. I think a lot of it's the material that he's given. Nothing's going to be as good as his like road to redemption in first class.
0: Okay, well. We can
1: agree to disagree. <laughs> um so I think we covered everything on days of future Past. I think
0: that we did. I think that we talked about it all. I think we I mean, I just I agree with with what you said before, you know, first class so So good. It was such a breath of fresh air at that point, and it's very hard to follow in that through line because, you know, Wolverine's, the Wolverine, X-Men Origins, Wolverine is in between, but it wasn't the same kind of, it wasn't the same story. This is technically, like, that same story, the continuation, Mm -hmm. first class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, kind of that continuation there, and I just think it was a very good follow up to first class kind of travel along see where they are set them up for the next thing and and because but also
1: significantly change your
0: perception you, of these characters
1: and also change your history and be able to do other things now right and right open and open up you've already changed the world let's just change it you know yeah yeah yeah. yeah and x3 so.
0: doesn't exist so it's perfect
1: yeah, a lot of it doesn't exist well, let's score this one okay uh go ahead so let me think, let me think.
0: I'm going to give this uh, an 8.
1: I'm also giving it an 8. Okay, Moving yeah.
0: Because I, I I like it better than I think I like any of the other X-Men movies to date, except for first class, but it's very close for me. I like the continuation, I like the new characters introduced, how they handle it. So sure. um, I like it, and I like, uh, you know, Nixon, Nixon.
1: Mark Camacho. Camacho. X-Men Apocalypse is next. Samantha?
0: One of the coolest superhero movies of the decade, says Richard Roper, Chicago Sun-Times. Is that the correct way to say that name? Are you yes. sure? Can you look at it and no, make good. sure? Oh, okay. Massively Entertaining, says Tim Grierson, Screen International. That one will actually take a look All right, it's so that one right here. That's Grierson. I would say it's Grierson. No, it's Grierson. You don't have to think say it's names. Grierson, but. Okay, you don't have to say names. Oscar winner Jennifer Lawrence, Michael Fassbender, and James McAvoy lead a powerhouse cast in director Brian Singer's extraordinary follow up to X-Men Days of Future Past. After thousands of years, Apocalypse, the world's first and most powerful mutant, has awakened to find a world led by humans. Intent on cleansing the earth of mankind, he recruits a group of mutants to create a new world order. In a desperate race to save humanity, Professor X leads the young X-Men in an epic showdown against an unstoppable enemy that will determine the fate of the world.
1: Well done. Thank you. I'm going to look up that last name.
0: Okay. You can look it up. It's Grierson though.
1: So. uh, We hadn't seen this. Had not.
0: We had not seen this. I had really wanted to see it because I'm a big nerd. I really want to see it, and I really love um, Sophie Turner. I thought it was a really good choice in terms of casting, in terms of like the look of Jean Grey and everything, and I really wanted to see that storyline rebooted mm-hmm. because of how shitty Cyclops was. I was hopeful for this one. Turns out I shouldn't have placed my hope in such a. Yeah. I you know I shouldn't I shouldn't look what does Steve see in Cyclops? Why is Cyclops Steve's favorite? So We're Cyclops. We're gonna have to have him record tomorrow.
1: Like a full blown like Cyclops rebuttal. Cyclops. Mm-hmm. I think is the worst character like, in comic books. Like
0: who is who is He's this He's the Jar Jar
1: actor? Binks of the X Men. Who is movie.
0: this character? Um. Who's this actor that plays? Ty
1: it? Sheridan. He's actually the guy in Ready Player One, which gets me worried about watching. Oh Ready Player yeah, One yeah, now. yeah.
0: That's. Mm, 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 um, mm. I mean, I
1: think that I think the actor was fine. I don't understand why like he was so like. Fucking emo and cocky and you know whatever, but I guess that's just Cyclops. Yeah, so this is the first one that like had gotten bad reviews in a while. And we didn't see it in theaters. I don't remember this came out in fifteen or sixteen. What year this come out in?
0: Oh, this um came out in uh sixteen.
1: So yeah, I don't know why we didn't get a chance to see this, because we did, we were without baby still. But we just um, missed it. I was just busy preparing for baby, I guess. Um yeah. Yeah, this is not good. It's Definitely not,
0: it's not terrible.
1: I think the story is very bad.
0: I think that they I think it had a lot of potential, but I think they made some wrong choices. <coughs> I, have, I
1: have a ton um, of notes for this one.
0: Okay, so I mean let's get into it then let's start talking about it.
1: Narration that. again, right out of the fucking jump. I am so tired of voice. Boy- like, let's start a movie differently, huh? That's how that for a concept, please. Um, it was violent quickly. This one was like not Logan levels, but this one was violent compared to the other ones. Like, wasn't it? Like, yeah,
0: like like the crashing and they.
1: Yeah, like the stuff is just like 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 like, 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 like falling on motherfuckers. Yeah, and there's people. Just, yeah, like this one just felt. Like a prelude to Logan in terms of like, oh, we're, oh, we're going to push the limits. Yeah. Um, so this one felt violent. Uh, Cyclops is still a bitch was my next note.
0: Cyclops is still a bitch.
1: So here is where we came up with. So Cyclops is shooting beams out of his ass. Eyes. Eyes. So, shit. Scratch that. I almost ruined the punchline. Edit, edit. Cyclops is shooting beams out of his eyes. Havoc is shooting beams out of his chest. If there was, a, like, a Summers brother who shot beams out of his ass, would his name be Rectum?
0: <laughs> but Rectum, like W R C am Rectum! <laughs> there is actually a third Summers brother.
1: Does he shoot beams out of his ass?
0: I don't know. Then I don't
1: give a fuck. Does the last shoot, Steve tomorrow. Does he shoot beams out of his dick?
0: If you want to find out the answer to that, patreon.com slash arcade audio. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear the Hopefully. resident Cyclops expert uh, analysis. Analysis. Yeah. Analysis.
1: Analysis. It's just it's like moose. Meese? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so a lot of stuff just didn't work for me. So, okay. like, Magneto's family didn't resonate at all. Didn't feel a single thing for it. Felt like we need to turn Magneto bad again and explain it. Didn't care at all. It just... Oh, he has a family now. Cool. Oh, they're dead. Now he's mad. Like, that should have felt like something. But it doesn't, because I don't feel like they poorly told the story. Um, Mystique is like a fucking hero. Again, it's like we talked about. It's... Jennifer Lawrence is the most popular actress on the planet. We need a her into bigger storylines, and now we have to make Mystique a hero. Which, that's the exact opposite of what she's ever been in anything. It's well, just more Jennifer Lawrence time, who didn't want to do this movie, but she's like, oh, I'll money and I get to go to Europe. It was literally, like, why she did this movie.
0: Okay, but, uh, I mean, can you blame her? Yeah, I, I can. can. Her to have have
1: artistic her? integrity. Okay. I, 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 C- I know.
0: C- uh, Silver Linings Playbook, Q, American Hustle. Sure, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so she has artistic integrity that doesn't mean if they're gonna give her millions... I know it's been done before this, but if they're gonna give her millions of dollars, what, she should say no? Bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit on that. I hate when people say that shit. It's like people say the same thing about, like, Anna Kendrick coming back for Pitch Perfect 3, which we haven't seen, but we will see because we own it. Um... It's the same thing. It's like yeah, they didn't want to do it, but if they're gonna make the money off of it, look, they have to maintain the lifestyle that they're used to, and they're used to making millions of dollars. So I wish I could do that. Whatever.
1: Uh, once again, I wrote Cyclops is still a bitch. <laughs> I wrote
0: it yes. two different times. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning and in the middle and at the end. <laughs> God damn um, it. But no, um, I want to. I want to kind of counteract some of these points that you're making. Please here. do. Okay, so with Magneto's family, yes, I get what you're saying, and I know that it's a plot point to move it along, and and turn him evil again um
1: and just tack on a, a new, another horseman
0: well and no, also I wait, I mean, there's to, four of them there has to be four horsemen i mean one. that's the whole point of it hello have you ever read the bible yeah. get some class mm-hmm. okay there's mm-hmm. four horsemen
1: thank you i'd know, ra- I'd rather i know the four horsemen oh thank
0: you do who are they
1: Arn, tully rick and depending on your favorite iteration barry Windham with jj dylan outside shout out to pods a
0: wrestling podcast with entertainment yes
1: I get it, but it just felt like we want to put, pro- it's just, again, too many fucking characters. It felt like Last Stand. Like, you had way too many, you had everyone you had established, you had to throw in your new mutants, you had, yeah. to, you had to introduce who you haven't introduced already that's in the original series, and it felt like you're introducing, like, you're introducing Storm and Jean Grey and Cyclops like and Like the Night main crawler. three, right. Like, like... like and we like had to bring, the big three. We had to bring Angel's dumbass back into this. Look,
0: okay, we can talk about that. So yes, I agree. There's way too many characters. It and it they weren't like you said they weren't really established as these iterations prior to this floats. movie. And I and I know we've done this before where we compare this to MCU and like the Avengers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the Avengers has had the same thing, but they've made it work. It they've worked. had prior movies establish these characters or these relationships and if they do have a new one it's like they only have one or two new to this group they don't have everybody's new and, and they, then these are new iterations of the characters and that you for already for the most know.
1: part they're able to juggle those characters when they're in each other's movies and still allow moments to resonate, but it never feels like, oh, now it's time to go to these people. Now it's time to go. It's like everything flows with this. Like I mentioned, it just jumps back I board. mentioned before when we were recording the other day with Phase of Future Past, like that whole like twenty minute bullshit. Let's have Mystique and Beast and uh, whoever else like get taken by Striker just so we can get another fucking uh, Wolverine cameo. Was like, uh, we don't have have screen time for these, for these five. So let's. Have his side pods like no? Let's just move this the fuck along. So this was two hours. This is like I think the longest X Men movie, mm-hmm. and it felt every yeah. fucking bit of yeah. it. It takes way too long for Apocalypse to get into what he's doing. Also, he's a lame villain. I thought it was gonna be cool. He's a shitty villain. He looks stupid.
0: Yeah, and, and if he's this
1: all powerful fucking being, like, yeah, I mean, the if, story he's be,
0: if he's supposed to be the most powerful mutant, like what was his power? He, it was kind of like Rogue's power of, like, getting other mutants' power, but he, it was, like, instead of just touching them and and absorbing it, it was, like, he had to go through this whole ritual and transfer the consciousness, and it was just very confusing, and I think if he was supposed to be the first one and, like, all these other mutants came from him, like, you would have thought that he would have been able to just, like, touch you and absorb your power, or he would have already been able to Mind control everybody. Like, I just don't think it was very well explained. Because also, the whole point... How many movies have we watched up until this one?
1: This is eight. So we watched seven before this. In
0: all the other seven movies, the narration at the beginning talks about how there's genetic mutations that cause these mutants. Mm -hmm. So, saying, well, this is the first mutant... And he continues to mutate because he's absorbing these other powers. I'm
1: already so... F- you gave me the headache I had yesterday back.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. I, and that's what this movie does. I don't think it does a fair job. And then it doesn't really explain, like, the four horsemen. Oh, I get it. You know, it's the four nothing, horsemen of the apocalypse, nothing. but...
1: There's a lot of exposition in this, especially around, like, Rose Byrne's character. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, kind of, like, the official CIA stuff and whatever you see... Um, and
0: Magneto's family, and then him working at the metal it, it all thing. Just,
1: and it all just feels... So what did ultimately Apocalypse do? He's launched some fucking missiles up in the air to fuck with people, and then... Well, because
0: he was going to kill everyone using... Ex- um, yeah. Professor X, who's going to kill everybody, all of the humans, he's going to kill them. And then there,
1: so the end is just noise. I,
0: I like, have no idea what. The happened. last
1: thirty minutes is just flat out noise, and 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 Horseman just turning on things. I,
0: I think that we're so aggravated by this movie that like Xavier and Apocalypse
1: around. are like fighting each other in their dream, like it's like an Inception scene.
0: Yeah, like they're in their consciousness, but then there's also a physical battle. But
1: then all of a sudden, Gene Gray is able to tap into Phoenix, even well, yeah, though the next movie is gonna be Phoenix.
0: Well, this is just uh, the the tip of the iceberg. Even I mean, that that
1: got me a little in for it, just like seeing it. I
0: know, I that's, like, well, that's the part I'm really I'm excited know. for. But, but after this, I'm
1: not excited because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see.
0: Look, so I think we need to take a couple steps back. Okay, let's talk about the 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 horsemen here for a second. All right, so the four horsemen that they made, Magneto. We know, we love. As you could tell, I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know Magneto. We know what he can do. We already know he's established as one of the most powerful mutants, right? Mm-hmm. In which movie was it that they said, "Oh, he's like a level five or whatever"?
1: Uh, I, at this with, point. Uh, with
0: with. Um, I don't. With fucking know. porcupine man.
1: Are you talking about Ken Zhuang? Yeah. Is it no? Ken Zhuang is Doctor Ken, Ken Luong, <laughs> Ken. Ken, Juong, Wong, Bong, Fuong, Kong. Careful here. (laughs) I'm just rhyming shit, all right?
0: Um, I know you're talking about. They already established him as one of the most powerful mutants at this point, okay? Mm -hmm. We know him. All right. Who's another one of of the four horsemen? Storm, who we see now as a young girl who has a better accent than Uh, Halle Berry.
1: (laughs) So your accent's back.
0: Accent's back, and it's good. Accents
1: back. All right.
0: Um, all right, but she didn't have very many lines, which she didn't fucking anything. All right, um but you know, you you, you never say she's storm. You never, like they never establish who it is. You're just supposed to know because you're supposed to know. Yeah. Okay, cool, fine. I can get it, and I can I can see her being one of the one of the four horsemen. Her her powers are are pretty pretty cool mm-hmm. with the weather and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got Jubilee, who you don't even bother to fucking talk about in any of the other fucking movies up uh, to this point. That wasn't Jubilee. <laughs> who the fuck was that?
1: That was Psylocke.
0: Potato, potato. Psy? <laughs> that was say?
1: the Psyduck of X-Men, Psylocke. That was Olivia Munn cosplaying for like $2 million.
0: Well, she's not even in the top-built cast here, which is why I thought she was Jubilee.
1: No, it's uh, okay. it's Olivia Munn.
0: All right, no, that's fine.
1: Shout out to Olivia Munn, who uh, nah, never mind. It's gonna be mean.
0: Never mind. What? Never
1: mind. What? I was gonna say, uh, who uh, made sure to let it be known how much of a disgusting person Brad Ratner was, because he like they either dated or like he tried to like sleep with her or something, and mm-hmm. point out how awful he was, and she's in this wonderful Brian Singer movie.
0: I don't know who that's supposed to be mean towards. Cause it's not know. mean towards her. I don't know. Um, Cool, yeah, right. She she played. She Psylocke. Has,
1: She has that. Who the fuck
0: um, is Psylocke?
1: She has that. Apparently, it's a p- pretty popular character. Because everyone's like, right, oh, I'm right. Olivia oh Mom. yeah,
0: from all the other seven movies, and them establishing her and talking about her, and you know having to revamp. Well, she's her She's got this.
1: that uh,
0: lasso of w- truth, laser
1: band.
0: I believe that Psylocke is kinetic energy. A lot of these mutants. Can yeah, do kinetic same thing energy. with fucking
1: uh, not. Uh, Rogue, Scarlet Witch. Uh, no, Gambit. Gambit too. Yeah, Gambit. Well, yeah. Remy Laboo. That'd be great if it just like, like, Silox starts talking. She's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, it would be real great. That'd be, that'd be better. Okay. And then, of course, then so, so who an- the
0: fuck is this? And then you have... Angel. Angel. All right.
1: Let me get some rock music and yeah, get my blonde punk, hair. Punk
0: and rock And drinking and my angel. shirt on.
1: Hey, what happened to catching your dad downtown? <laughs> Oh, that's right. We reset. So, so, here's where, like, the resetting and the storylines, whatever, like, get fucked. So, originally Angel was a... So, there was... Are there two Angels?
0: No. There, this is Archangel. This is the only Angel who was, a ri- in the comics, oh, the a founding X-Men member. Nice. And who was supposed to be this a really important character, but what else does he do but fly around with these stupid big-ass wings?
1: But that's like what the, the same angel technically that we saw in Last Stand. But that
0: doesn't exist anymore, bro! But, so if it, doesn't, it doesn't exist!
1: But it still technically kind of exists. No, it doesn't reset! Hugh Jackman, like, oh, so, how could somebody. So, like, that person was just born earlier now? That's not how things work! And this does that mean that, like, oh, congratulations, it's the 80s now. You know who's an infant? Uh, fucking Keanu Reeves. No, he should still be like a 20 year old fuck. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't like alter like when people happen.
0: Right, right. It doesn't alter when 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 they're when born. they come into Earth. Right, right. I yes, yes.
1: Because so, at the end of Days of Future Past, I'm pretty sure fucking Wingfuck is flying around on the rebuilt Golden Gate Bridge, right? At the end.
0: Mhm. Yeah,
1: he's cacawing around like he is.
0: So like. He doesn't caca. He's an angel. He, he like fucking cacaws. He like. He sings harmoniously.
1: Trust me, in the bedroom, he fucking caws. Um
0: when he's getting fucked in the what? With,
1: with other angels, yeah. Um yeah, he's yeah, so I look too.
0: I don't get it. I feel like you could have picked two sidewalk and angel. You could've picked two other quote unquote evil X Men characters, mutants that have been already established in the seven previous movies. Um that make sense of the timeline, you know, that aren't children. Um So, but, but you didn't, and, uh, yeah, I just, it just, I don't see why, if it's supposed to be the four horsemen of the apocalypse, they're supposed to be, like, four of the most powerful mutants at that time, why those other two are in there, because I don't feel like they were the best ones to help move the story along, because Angel, what did he do? All he did was fucking crash a, a plane. Okay, he didn't do shit. Yeah, he, just gets he didn't like, do killed. shit. He, he didn't again. do anything.
1: He so, even lost he even lost the fucking Nightcrawler in their little uh, UFC match at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. So like he didn't do anything to, you know, m- move along this villain. Um, and then talk yeah, and Apocalypse, I love Oscar Isaac. I think he's great. I think
1: he's very charismatic I think, I think he's, he's, very he's good. great.
0: But th- th-
1: th- I think he's the LVP of this movie. I'm just going to say it. This
0: didn't work.
1: I think he's the LVP of the movie. I just was
0: like, okay, why am I supposed to buy into this? Like, I just.
1: It was an incredibly unfun, boring performance. Okay. Okay. uh, uh, The world and big motions and And I feel like he could have uh, done so
0: much better. He has so much in him and he's very diverse. Like, inside inside Lewin Davis.
1: Yeah, and, and fucking Star Wars. Star Wars, Wars and everything, you and know? And you go like, all the way down to, like, Ex Machina and Drive and all like, kinds yeah, of, Like, yeah, like,
0: he, he has versatility. Yeah. It's just, this just wasn't a good vehicle for him. I don't
1: Everyone was saying, like, he looked like Ivan Ooze, but Ivan Ooze yeah, was fun. Did. <laughs> Ivan Ooze, at least, personality. Ivan Ooze didn't get to watch the Brady Bunch reunion. You know? Yeah. Apocalypse just had no, this one. This one wasn't fun. Even the stuff that should have been fun... Felt like law of diminishing returns. So, like, the Wolverine scene. Again, a great precursor to, like, Berserker Wolverine just, like, going nuts like he does in Logan. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, that just leads to so many fucking holes and inconsistencies with everything we've had, and it felt tacked on. Even the Quicksilver scene, which was great. Mm -hmm. The sweet dreams were made of this scene. It felt like the law of diminishing returns. Yeah. Because we just saw it. Like, you don't have something else. And then... The whole added like yes, he is Magneto's son in the comics, but like the stuff with his mom and then like him like not revealing it was just so kind of like why like Like that's that's something that's actually interesting. Right? Why are we making those choices?
0: And especially given the story of Magneto in this movie, and he loses his family. That's what he's craving. Oh my god! This is so we're my gonna son. So we have to wait
1: another movie for this, and now I, mean, I now maybe I don't Maybe not care. even get a payoff. I don't, even, for I don't it? even know who's in it or what's going on. Yeah, it just
0: like like it. it yeah, it's rough. I mean, and I really like. Rough.
1: Havoc just gets fucking killed like nothing. I know,
0: and that was disappointing. Just so we, because can, see see, the just wrong so we can see Cyclops jerk wrong.
1: himself off with his fucking laser tears.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I. I mean, I agree. Like, it's just. Yeah, I just. Didn't like a lot of the choices that were made in this, and yep. um, but how how old is Quicksilver?
1: Like the actor, or like how old is the character supposed like
0: to be? Like the character in the in probably this, in his
1: twenties. Yeah,
0: yeah. How old How old is Magneto supposed to be?
1: his probably like mid early to mid forties at this point. Okay. This is just a roundabout where you you trying to find out how old Michael Fassbender is so you can fuck him.
0: Well, no, I mean it doesn't. Age is nothing but a number, kid. I don't care. Thanks,
1: Aaliyah. As a song, Alia. Yeah, no, yeah,
0: yeah. I know. Rest in peace. She's dead.
1: I know Aaliyah is dead. What, you have the Sammy Sosa when you kissed your hand and put two fingers up in the sky. Rest in peace, black Sammy Sosa. <laughs> and Aaliyah. Black Sammy Sosa and Aaliyah up in the clouds.
0: Um, um, so <laughs> No, so I'm just trying to think, okay, when, when are we supposed to think that that... Uh, Magneto and, and Quicksilver's mom had a relationship. But that that's fine. Like, that I can... Fine, fine. Where's the Scarlet Witch?
1: Well, again, they don't have... A, I
0: know, but they should, because I think that anything. they could do it much better. But we'll talk about that when we talk about that. Um, but I was just going to say something. Oh! All right. Maybe we should wait until we talk about the next movie, but i got to mention it now. Good. How old is Jean Grey and Scott... In this, when we see them at Night College, like, it, like they're, they're 16, 17. Uh, yeah, I would say they're,
1: yeah, between high school. Yeah, they're not graduated high school, yeah, so they're yeah, probably yeah. 16 to 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: 16 to 18. Yeah. And like you're seeing the start of their romance, yeah. and they're gonna eventually end mm-hmm. up getting engaged and married mm-hmm. and love each other forever, right? Okay. So we've seen so far in, in eight movies Wolverine go through how many wars? When, when was he born? He was born in what?
1: The 1800s. The 1800s. From the Civil War. A
0: fucking statutory rape. No. If I uh, ever heard it. That, that, he is way what? too old for her. She's 16, 17, or 18. And he's like 400 years old.
1: He didn't do anything in this.
0: Yeah, he's gonna. She's
1: legal then.
0: He's gonna all i'm saying
1: as soon as you're 18 it's done there's not like a like a super statutory rule yes. where it's like <laughs> yes oh, i'm 38 but this guy's 117 oh no 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 no! <laughs> you can't make decisions you can't fucking a super octogenarian i don't know a, 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 what we have octogenarians at 80s uh it's like a not the genarian or whatever patrick stewart says in this one but like if you're 100 what are you a hundred-genarian?
0: I don't know. Yeah, so. I don't like, even know what words you're the, saying. It's
1: the same thing with uh, fucking Captain America. Captain America didn't say anything. Captain America is making out with uh, whoever. Who? Uh, uh, the agent, uh, Peggy's niece or whatever. Like, the oh, motherfucker's yeah, yeah. like 87 yeah. years old. That's true. He just looks normal. I don't know how it looks now that he looks old and Logan, know, but for name. 30 I'll years, he just that. looked the fucking same. <laughs>
0: we'll talk about, I
1: know at what point you know. your body's just like, you know what?
0: I mm-hmm. give up. Here's
1: some gray. I take <laughs> <cap. laughs> Uh, let's do performances, I like I I just have to mention something.
0: No. because because if they're reimagining it and they're rebooting it,
1: no, the whiz of the reimagination, <laughs> not. not- this. Uh, I already blame my cards, but I have Oscar Isaac as the LVP of the movie. It's incredibly sad. It's a sad reality. My only other one would be Olivia Munn, but I blame that on the yeah. character because what did she really get a chance to do to yeah, be know, bad?
0: But you're really not gonna say that it's that it's
1: uh Ty Sheridan? Ty Sheridan? No, no, no. I don't think I think
0: I preferred not being able to see his eyes.
1: I preferred him not being James Marsden in that <laughs> <laughs> also, he was a teenager, he's a younger Cyclops, so some of those things... So it's forgivable. Made, it was forgivable, it yeah. made you sense. You can be a little
0: bitch when you're a teenager, exactly. but not when you're a grown adult. Exactly. Got it. But What's your excuse? You little bitch.
1: Yeah, go fuck yourself. If, Oscar, if Apocalypse was more interesting and carried his weight, I would feel better about this movie. But he doesn't. And it's a drag. I don't put that as much on the writing of it. I put it on, like I said, this very one-note performance. He had more fun in the bloopers. The bloopers of this movie were the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. We, we watched the bloopers, up. which I didn't think this movie would have. And, like, they're just having fun. Nicholas Holt's acting like a fug, which was fun. I love it. Um, like, those were a lot of fun. Like, they're making faces and comments and stuff. None of that happens in this movie, and it's really sad. It only happens with one person or who's my MVP for this, but are you fine making an Oscar Isaac?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Because that. that, I, I feel like a lot of like the other ones do carry their... I mean, Ben Hardy can go fuck himself with his metal wings and tattoos.
1: That's uh, that's angel. a different character.
0: No, he's Angel, Ben Hardy.
1: Oh, I'm thinking of Ben Foster. So is it a prerequisite that you have to be named Ben to be Angel?
0: Yeah, Ben, quote-unquote, Angel. Jesus. Uh, A.K.A. All
1: right, so Oscar Isaac, the LVP, MVP...
0: I mean, I think that mm, the majority of the main cast did a pretty good job. Yeah, I think it's still Um, for the
1: most part still watched. You know, I think
0: I think that people we talked about for Days of Future Past that that were a little outstanding kind of carried over. I think Mm -hmm. Evan Peters did a really good job. He's my runner up again. He's my runner up again. I think he. I think he's such a good choice for this character and. You know, I'd compare it to the Avengers Quicksilver, who originally I liked more. I really liked him more, I think, because I've seen it more. Sure. I've seen now, I had only seen Days of Future Past, you know, started watching it more. Yeah. Now we've seen Apocalypse, seen the continuation of, of Evan Peters as this character, and I, I really enjoy his portrayal. I think he's great. I think it's better than, than um, kick-ass.
1: Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, he, I really like him. He's my runner-up again. for I this. I like
0: Nicholas Holt in this.
1: Like I said, he's he always a do bridesmaid. Bad. Like he, 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 he does good. too do
0: bad in it. I really, yeah. I like, think he's a, a good character mm-hmm. for this. Um, I like it. Um,
1: my MVP is James McAvoy again for this. Really. Uh, the only positive note I have here is just how fun and good he is. Like, when we first, like, you know, him, like, like remembering Moira and, like, joking him, like and him joking around and him, uh, like, teaching and having, like, this energy and this vibrance now, like, finding what he's doing. But then again, also, him reacting to what Apocalypse is doing in him, trying to fight that off, trying to connect with Magneto when he's uh, talking to him through Cerebro and then also when they're already, you know... Uh, trying to transfer over his be new apocalypse, uh, like he just fucking to me is the brightest shining star throughout all this. Um, so I was so surprised because like normally immediately like when I like have an MVP in my mind, the next movie I'm watching him closely because I'm like, all right, so this has to be like a bit of a come down from it. Right. Now I think he's I think he's better in Apocalypse than he's is in Days of Future mm-hmm. Past. Um, so that that's who my vote would be. Again, Fastbender suffers through. I think some questionable, um, I think some questionable storyline stuff, but also I, I feel like he's just not invested in it as, as McAvoy is. Like, I think Fastbender at a certain point is just kind of going through the motions a little bit.
0: I think you could go fuck yourself.
1: It's called an opinion. I'm it's allowed to It's called you're have wrong.
0: It. Okay. It's called he was emotionally taxed during this. He just lost his wife and child. Mm-hmm. He was emotion filled, emotional. Mm -hmm. He moved the magnetic center of the earth. He changed the earth's gravitational pull. You know how hard that is? How would you feel if you had just done that? Huh? You would have been shitting for years after this exertion. Okay? That's how powerful this guy is. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's a character. Yeah, but...
1: Michael Fassbender actually can't do those things.
0: That you know of.
1: That can change the gravitational pull of your fucking pussy. But... (laughs) I'm starting to get alarmed. Why? Because. Not that you would stand a chance. But, um...
0: Excuse me! You don't have to tell me that. I already know. You don't have to tell everybody. Yeah.
1: I just want you to be so damn thirsty on this. For that Fassbender... You can't blame me. Yeah, yeah I can, I'm right here.
0: Okay, cool, 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 cool. When we start watching some Scarlett Johansson movies, then we'll talk about who's thirsty.
1: I'm past that.
0: Oh, you are? Who who are you on now?
1: You, my beautiful wife, who's the mother of my child.
0: Everyone saw how much you were lying.
1: (laughs) And that girl from Master of None, uh, Anna Kendrick. uh, (laughs) It's funny
0: about it. Plenty of others, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I can knew I ra- I'd get you.
1: Can I write James McAvoy on this yeah, card? Yeah, 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 cool. So, it's James McAvoy joining the two-time club, mm-hmm. back-to-back.
0: Back-to-back. Back.
1: Um, but, yeah, everyone, everyone's good. I mean, like, like, Jennifer Lawrence is fine. Yeah, I, Sophie
0: Turner I liked. Yeah, was okay. She has some questionable parts.
1: Yeah. I. Hope she kind of, like, as end, she went on, was better.
0: Yeah, the end was makes me hopeful for the next movie. I hope that they can keep that strength and that... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, power that she exhibits in that. I hope that they can keep it because some of the things were really meek choices and I just didn't like her portrayal towards the beginning. Like you said, she got better towards the end, so I hope that's okay. I hope Ty Sheridan doesn't fuck this shit up.
1: I liked Cody Smith-McPhee as Nightcrawler, somebody who I didn't like before. I think he did a really good job basically just, not impersonating, but like being what we saw from that character once before. He was a, a little bit of light comic relief as well, so I liked him. But um, yeah, no oh, Maca voice, don't you know so my... that
0: guy. Is this is hmm. how look? This comes full circle. One of our meh movies, The Road. Yeah, it's a
1: kid from The Road. Yeah. I right. didn't
0: know he was a kid from The Road.
1: Yeah. Former LVP Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah, but he, he was goodness. He's supposed to be pretty good.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Ready? I think
1: that's good for Apocalypse.
0: Like we have one more movie to talk score about. Gore. It. Maybe. We'll let's
1: score Apocalypse Shit. first. Okay. Go ahead.
0: It's alright. It's fine. I'm going to give it a 5.
1: A 5? I'm going lower than that. Um, This is riddled with poor story decisions, inconsistencies I can't handle, and just a a, a definitive at this point seeming to be stagnant and kind of like starting to wear a little thin. Um, So I'm going with a 4. I think it's the same as Last Stand. Um, which I think is kind of fair for different reasons. So, so four and a half for Apocalypse.
0: So slightly better than Last Stand.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that.
0: But not as good as the first
1: one. As the first, no, no, correct, card.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Last but not least, the, the the movie we actually drew out of the box, the movie that started this whole thing in terms of us having to do this, Logan. I really want to watch the noir version of this. I think it would be really dope. Oh, that's and really cool. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. Maybe we will. High Octane Action says Krish...
1: Hey! <laughs> There's one. Krishna? Hari Krishna? Review that movie. Start over.
0: High Octane Action says Chris Nashawate Entertainment Weekly.
1: I'll give you that one.
0: Yeah, because you don't know how to say it.
1: I'll give you that one. Unexpectedly
0: moving, says Richard Lawson, Vanity Fair. In the near future, a weary Logan, Hugh Jackman, cares for an ailing Professor X, Patrick Stewart, in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives, being pursued by dark forces. Experience the movie in its theatrical presentation, or in a whole new way with Logan Noir, a black and white version of the film.
1: So that means that's well. Again, we can't. We're going to spoil because next week the the total changes. But you're two as a press date.
0: Two as a press date. Two as a
1: press date. Okay. And you're. (laughs) We get that next week. At
0: three as of press date. Fuck you right.
1: Okay. Uh, So
0: you can suck a dick.
1: You're so vulgar and... I have to keep up with you. ...in your face I've got to keep up with you. It's it's too much.
0: Is it? I'm sorry. I'll tone it down. No, I'm kidding.
1: Oh. <laughs> that was worth it, though, to make you feel like it... it
0: yeah, it, it... I mean, but why would you say that? Like, that makes me feel so bad.
1: You're a horror actress.
0: You didn't think so 11 years ago. Hey! Oh, I catch you for your acting
1: ability. This movie's fucking Awesome. I love this so much.
0: This movie's violent as fuck. This is...
1: And it's perfect. The violence and the tone and it's dark and it's like...
0: It opens and you're like, what is happening here? Why is Logan a limo driver? What?
1: I just love like... So like, they shoot him, you know, we've seen this before. And then he just starts like filleting fucking dudes. And there's one dude who like... he, like, He gets him in the claws like underneath his chin and it goes like through his mouth, like like kind of like like his nose is like titty fucking the claws and like up his eyes and the guy's like Ugh! and I'm like, yes, let's and then he, fucking like, do this.
0: Slices somebody's arm off.
1: It's slices like, somebody's it's leg like off. I've been waiting for this. Cause that's how it would fucking be and how it is. I This
0: is love... like this is like the um a like this is like the apocalypse like zombies everywhere kind of violence that well, i think yeah it should be
1: yeah i everything about this movie i absolutely love it, the tone of it 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 has some some light and some and some you know fleeting moments of of comedy but it's not much it's this dark depressing take on what we have not even seen and might not ever see you know, I love that we don't kind of get to know what happened in Westchester. I, I like that, you know, even though the math of no new mutants in 25 years doesn't add up, because that would put us in 2004, um, <laughs> which is when, like, X2 and X-Men The Last Stand were going on. Um,
0: I think that I read that this is supposed to take place 2029. in... 2029.
1: 2029. Yeah, so again, so put us in 2004. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, because...
1: Of of what transient transigen is like working on like yes, and changing be, you know
0: and and also we don't know what happened in terms of like the cure and how well, and that impacted this, it so this is meant
1: to kind of stand on its own from everything we've seen but also so much has changed with going back
0: in time, to, to time and altering the time. And altering lines.
1: it like who knows where this has kind of left us right, but right. the fact that we're down to like Logan Professor X and Caliban as like the only mutants. It's like, damn, like what the fuck is happening?
0: Like, where's everybody? Like, else?
1: seeing things not like hunky dory at any part, like normally would be a drag, but it's not to me because it's it just fucking fits for the story. It fits for Logan being just fucking done with it at the end of his run and wanting to just fucking still take care of his own, but. You know, he's ready to put that fucking, I mean, a bully in his head. He, he's ready to drink himself into a stupor and, you know, and just fucking uh, chauffeur around some bridesmaid's titties, like, you know. Yeah,
0: because that's what you want to do when you're nearing your death.
1: This motherfucker's almost 200 years old. Yeah, let the guy chauffeur around some tits. I think he's earned it. He's only saved the planet from what we've seen like eight times.
0: Not just him.
1: Not just him, but he's a big fucking part of it. Um, yeah, we this is only the second time we watched it. We uh, actually one of the first movies we saw in theaters after the baby. Um, it's the first uh, superhero movie to earn a screenwriting uh, Oscar nomination, which I think it's earned. Um, That's a big deal. It's an I think it's an incredible cast and a, a, a pan- fantastic performance all around. There's so many good action scenes and great pieces to this. I, I can't gush about this movie enough. Um, it is my favorite X-Men movie, officially. I know I said back last week's episode that X-Men First Class was my favorite X-Men movie. Um, and I thought that Logan might top it, and it has. Logan wow. and Logan is my favorite X-Men movie above First Class. Wow. Um, I don't think you feel as strongly as I do. No,
0: I don't. I don't, but I still feel strong. I think it's it's my favorite Wolverine story.
1: You and I could literally take my iPhone, go outside with Wolverine action figures, and make a better ex, uh, bec, make a better Wolverine movie than the first two Wolverine movies that we
0: watched. It's true, yeah. but I mean, out of nine X Men movies, a third of them were devoted solely to Wolverine yeah. and his backstory, and I mean his story. They finally um, got it. Yeah, I mean, they finally got it right. I I think it it's very well done and. You know, they spent so much time trying to figure out the prequel and how did he get here? And see, I think that they yeah, didn't need to. It's like, let's Just see him do let, more let's stuff see. now. Yeah. yeah, let's see him and see how he goes. Because, yeah, one of his things is that he has a healing factor. That's one of his mutant things that, that was amplified by the adamantium and the testing that they did on him at Alkaline Lake. Like, show us now the effect. Show us... You know he doesn't play well with others. Show us how he doesn't play well with others. Don't show us okay. Well, oh, because he loved this girl and then she died and then he loved this girl and then she died and then this, whatever. Okay, F- obviously. I love that you
1: did point out uh, uh, anybody who gets close to him dies. It's like yeah, we've seen eight fucking movies right, worth right, of it at exactly, this point.
0: Exactly, exactly. But you know, show us like progression. I don't want to see okay. I know where this ends up because I've seen already this movie. Don't show me how he got to this place. Show me now where he's going. Yeah. That's more interesting to me because you can only show so many iterations of him getting captured by Stryker or Mystique and getting adamantium loaded into his body, yeah. right? So I like this. I like this storyline a lot. I like the concept of well what if something inside him was killing mm-hmm.
1: him? And I also like the I also like 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 we talked about throughout this whole thing, like, each movie has this, like, not this fundamental or theoretical, like, issue, but, like, you know, if there was a cure, would you take it? How would we accept mutants in our society? Like, should we, um, you know, turning them all into, like, whatever it may be, and this one kind of dealing with, like, the government trying to create these soldiers, and they're all, like, kids and stuff, you know, is is easily relatable. It creates it's a the it's a
0: moral and ethical dilemma. Like there's
1: there's no like black or white to it. It's like these are the bad. the you know this? Um, and here's who you have to root for. And and then of course it perfectly sets up a future with this fucking incredible kid actor. We we shit on kid actors a lot, but this little girl is a fucking beast. And
0: she didn't even have that many fucking words. She did no. it all with her.
1: Just emotions language, and her body language and, and her
0: emotion. I mean, that's hard to do when you're an adult.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know the fact she did. Yeah, when she, was she a is kid, incredible. That's great. Um, you go girl.
1: Yeah, I the seizure scene is incredible when they're in Vegas. Oh
0: my god! And everything is slow
1: mo. I I like very
0: good.
1: Any the X twenty four is like the scenes of him and Wolverine fighting it out are just like brutal but fun. Eric
0: LaSalle, baby, Eric La. Sal,
1: keep getting them checks, Eric LaSalle. Keep getting
0: them checks.
1: Um, Wolverine
0: that ER money didn't last. Wolverine
1: has fucked and killed more oh, you're gonna shitty say families. Eric
0: I was like, I missed that
1: scene. Yeah, uh, no, uh, Wolverine has fucked and killed more random families than FEMA after a hurricane. Uh, that, <laughs> um. But even those scenes, like, like, that scene is so, like, sad. It's like, it's man, this sad. fucking this, this random-ass family is just... And,
0: and I think that they did such a good job picking that family and, like... Because, like, you're immediately like, oh, I like them. You're like, I like them mm-hmm. a lot. You're like, they're gonna die, but I like them. And, like, you're immediately, like, upset, like, when they die. Mm-hmm. And you see how much it affects, you know, Logan and everything. Um, but let's not, bu- let's, let's, not, let's not bury the lead. The saddest death. Ever. Official death. He's not in anyone else's consciousness anymore.
1: Oh, it's Professor X.
0: Professor X.
1: I, I, I also love just like how... It is a little jarring to it's be like, very okay... It's very It's just
0: like, out of nowhere, it's like, boom, he's well, dead. Well, I'm
1: not even talking about the death. Because, no, because the death is telegraphed. When you, the first time it's not, because like you're not... But, like the second time you watch it, you see like okay, where they're purposely hiding who's walking in, you know, like they're doing shadows and stuff. Yeah, but then and then just the like claws the claws go through the in. chest. But I was talking about it's more so jarring seeing like Professor X in this movie being who he is. Like it's easier seeing McAvoy. Like if they' would just been like no McAvoy and just like Professor X is now telling Logan to go fuck himself and needs help on the shitter. Like it's a little
0: yeah, but it's like so hard to see the deterioration too because like this is the most. Brilliant mind, like one of the strongest mutants ever, and he's dying. He's mm-hmm. got this, and
1: now he's brain a, disease. And now he's a menace. Like now right. he's like he, he can't even help it.
0: Right, right, exactly. And it's it's sad that that's the arc, but it's but again, also it's so gr- intriguing.
1: Yeah, it's a great. It's
0: so like
1: great, it's just interesting,
0: tool. very, very interesting to see it and watch it because, like that, like yeah, what do you do when? There's a disease in that mm-hmm. most powerful brain in the world. You know, like how does that impact everything? Like, mm-hmm. that. that's crazy. And it's also. And then I think my favorite part of that death scene of mm-hmm. Professor X is because you know that impacts everything. I mean, mm-hmm. how many lives is he impacted? But, like, when Logan comes in, he's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, crying at that because then, you could feel that emotion. Hugh Jackman did such a good job of, like, saying, yeah. like, oh, my God, like, don't think I'm the one who killed you. Yeah. Because, like, he was doing so much well, to save you. And then,
1: and then I, I was worried that, like, you wouldn't get, so, like, when he puts him back in the truck, I don't know if he catch it. But, like, Professor X, like, kind of, like, says something to him and he's not sure what it is. He's saying the name of the boat that Logan was trying to get for them. That's like the sun speeder or something he just says it to him again, and it's kind of like a reaffirmation of like like that that was that's what we're gonna do that that's it you know, and of course he he dies, but it's like i I get it he's like it's kind of like a thank you for like everything that's gone on, like he stays loyal to him and he takes care of him, and he's doing everything to just raise money to get them safe and sound and just live out their life and have like whatever happiness you know. Um, and it's, it's a great, it's a great way to say goodbye to these two characters, um, and the, and the two actors that portrayed them. Um, I know Jackman said, like, the only way he'll come out of retirement if he does an Avengers movie or a Deadpool movie, I'm good, man. Like, go out like this. Like, you don't need to do anything else. This is, this is perfect. Um, yeah, just, either the, the, uh all the action sequences with a child are...
0: <laughs> she's, she's badass, man.
1: Like, I, just, I love the moment of, like, you know it's coming, but she just walks out and throws that dude's fucking head at them. <laughs> it's, like, absolutely.
0: Yes, thank And she's she
1: got foot claws, too. And even, like, even the other kids, like, even the other kids who are just, like, like killing people with fucking tree stumps and... Uh, foot... Sh-
0: foot claws? Yeah, a uh,
1: little tum-tum, or not tum-tum, uh thud butt. You know, like, the little notorious B.I.G. <laughs> kid. That's
0: so mean. <laughs> With his
1: Wolverine action figure. I don't even see what power he had. Uh, <laughs> his power <laughs> he just eats a bunch of bonbons in front of you and you just get bored. He's um, so mean. But, uh, like, yeah, like the whole, like, Lost Boys thing, like, even that didn't feel, like, hokey. Even, like, using, like, X-Men comic books as a plot device. Like, that's the kind of thing I would normally be like, man. I, and I, and I,
0: we've talked about I've that I've talked previously. about, like, the like, like
1: the presence the of meta. movies in a movie, like, moving stuff along or being meta, like, that worked to me because they, like, the same thing in the Avengers, like, kids are dressed up, like, as Avengers for Halloween, and, like, you can buy, like, Avengers masks, like, if these things were real, those things would happen, it shouldn't be, like, a plot point, it should be, like, little references like that in Easter eggs, so the comics existing in Wolverine saying like, these are just fucking made-up stories that never happened, like... I like that kind of
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I thought I thought that it was going to be like, well, another like alternative universe like, well they didn't they haven't happened, but then do we come to find out that they actually did happen mm-hmm. and these comics are from like, you know, but I thought that they could have gone really crazy with it, but it was just that like, no, this is like something that they've made up. Like it's made up for your entertainment, like I don't dress in that yellow spandex outfit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that was really... um, I think, yeah, I like that. I think that that was well done, but... um, Is
1: there anything you don't like?
0: Uh... You know, we talked in the last one about introducing a lot of characters and getting confused Mm -hmm. and things. You know, who was this bad guy? Who was this guy? Who was... Yeah, I mean... You know, like, in terms of, like, the villains in this movie, you know, it was like, okay, I feel like it was a little rushed. I feel they
1: were also secondary to just, like, rushed. kind of time. Like, time is the okay. villain in this. Okay, And that trying to get done with everything you need to get done with before... Okay. Ultimately, you know... Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. But, um... But I get that. That's a fair... They are a pretty cookie-cutter, and we'll get to one of them in a minute. Um, In terms of my... uh my decisions. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's so damn good. Um, it's the perfect way to, to kind of officially end that first era. It's gonna be weird seeing Dark Phoenix and not expecting Hugh Jackman. Cause, like, he's done. So, like, there's no gonna be no fucking cute cameo, there's not gonna be anything. Well, we don't know that. I have a prediction for Dark Phoenix, so I think, uh, cause the only person... I don't think that's officially, like, said goodbye or whatnot. Like, I think there'll be a time jump in the Dark Phoenix. And you'll see Ian McKellen for the last time as Magneto. Instead of... Oh.
0: I'm gonna cry. Don't do it. Which I
1: think would be cool was, you know... The only one that really kind of hasn't gotten a chance to, like, really... Because you have that little scene where, like, at the end of Future Past, like, he apologizes to Charles and, like, you know, all these years of fighting. But, like, still, like, you don't see him when it gets back to... You know, the new timeline. He's just, like, out there on the run or, you know, whatever sure, it may sure, be. Sure, sure, sure. And then for Apocalypse, he just flat out leaves. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to be your bullshit teacher. I'm just going to go fuck some shit up. You know? I, Magneto deserves a, a better kind of, like, send-off uh, to, like, wrap it up. So I hope that they kind of focus on that in Dark Things. With, with
0: Michael Fassbender, too.
1: And Ian McKellen.
0: But Michael Fassbender. You're an addict. <laughs>
1: Let's get an MVP and LVP. Um we can start with LVP cuz I already kind of uh was beginning to reference it. Um I need to find the actor's name. I apologize. Uh the guy who plays Xander Rice, so not um n- not not the guy who plays Donald Pierce, the actual like mercenary in the what call it? But the uh, like the like basically like the puppeteer, the other guy, who's basically just there to give us some boring monologues about, you know, what's going on, and he's X-24's dad, and it's just t- totally unnecessary. And, like, even, like, Wolverine Wolverine shoots him in the face. Like, that's how unimportant that guy is. Like, Wolverine doesn't even take the time to fucking claw him at any point. He just shoots the guy. <laughs> the gun. Wolverine doesn't need a gun you know like that's just like showing like yeah let's fuck this dude um which i also haven't mentioned the like wolverine like dosing up on that serum and running through the forest just slicing dudes is such a badass scene um so that's my personal pick for lbp do you have anybody you were going to mention or bring up
0: whatever that other guy with the hand is
1: fuck that boyd holbrook i think is a star that guy is awesome you didn't like him
0: I think I just didn't like the character.
1: I think like his first. I think he first, did a good job. His first two or three scenes, I think he was. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Super charismatic. Hold, totally held my interest in whatever he did. Okay. I, I liked him. He's uh he's gonna be the lead in the new Predator movie, and I'm very excited about that. Cause I can't I think, wait
0: to get see him eaten by a Predator.
1: I um, mean, he's the lead, so he's probably not gonna be. He'll be fine. I mean,
0: but, you don't know that.
1: Yeah, he'll be all right. Sterling K. Brown getting his spine ripped out. Uh, the guy, the guy first. From, the guy from Moonlight. No, not first. The guy from Moonlight, probably gonna die like first. The, probably die like the Carl Weathers. Why are they all black? Death. Predators hate black people. <laughs> no, yeah. is, what are you talking about? Carl Weathers? Uh there's the other uh Bill Duke. There's another one in the original Predator. The just Jesse Ventura. Um, uh, who else? Fuck Deacon Michael
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Olivia, Hashtag
1: Olivia Munn. Hashtag Predator so racist. Um Tweet that. But yeah, the other guy, like being like the, the the mastermind and like the you know, he just didn't. He's just a boring British dude in the middle of like badass Logan movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I just, I don't know.
1: He's Caliban. a Caliban. He's somebody on Game of Thrones. I like Stephen Caliban. Merchant. I like Stephen I was like, Merchant. okay?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I like the humor. Um, he wasn't really
1: humor. He was just kind of like the straight man. Well, he was also. a straight man, but
0: he had a lot of humor, even though he was the mm. straight man. With a lot of his lines. I think. mean, with that
1: fucking albino. That's the other... Like, professor. you know Professor X is old and about to die when he starts becoming that old racist dude. Yeah. Making fun of albino people. Yeah. But no, uh,
0: yeah, I don't think anyone else... I mean, the kid at the... Eric LaSalle's son in the movie. Uh, yeah, horse boy. Eh, eh, yeah, yeah, He know. was like, yeah, but okay. We can go with Dr...
1: Richard E. Grant is Richard the actor. Richard E. Grant. He's currently he's been on Game of Thrones. I don't...
0: I have to catch up.
1: Yeah, I don't know who he is.
0: I'll tell you when I catch it. MVP.
1: Man, this is a tough one. Uh, like I said, I love Boyd Holbrook. Obviously, you weren't as big a fan. He's obviously not the MVP, but I think he's somebody to look out for. Same thing with Daphne Keene.
0: She's really good. Uh, yeah. I mean, and for somebody who didn't speak very much and didn't speak English very much.
1: That's also a great scene. A great you know, reveal is, they not die. And then there's them like fucking arguing back and forth. Yeah, like, I, know just, I know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck you're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually um, how she got the part.
1: Yeah, it's just it's like improvising just, and interrupting him. Yeah. Yeah,
0: in Spanish. Yeah. Just yelling at him in Spanish. And that's how she got the part. Mm-hmm. And I think and I love, that's like, really well done. The convenience
1: store great. scene is also funny of her just oh, like, you know, not knowing and him just being, Hey, you got phone chargers here? Yeah. And then of course stealing some cigars.
0: Wow. Well, uh, duh.
1: And her like getting mad that she can't ride the like the little Oh <laughs> fucking
0: my god, I know that little corner. Like, all those so all those
1: little bit bits are are really m- much that. needed. Yeah. It's a two person race. Um, I am so torn. I will probably literally let you call it. um,
0: It's between Hugh Jackman and and Patrick Patrick Stewart. Stewart. I mean, they
1: both absolutely destroy it. it. Mm. Both deserve all the accolades. Patrick Stewart actually, they did a heavy Best Supporting Actor campaign for him, and he unfortunately didn't get nominated. Um, They did, obviously, do one for Hugh Jackman because as a lead, I don't think they were going to, you know, it's going to be hard for that type of role to ever be recognized Mm -hmm. as a main... Best Actor nominee. You're going to have to be supporting like Keith Ledger, you know, to, to get considered. Right. But um, it's so hard to choose between the two. Um, they both do an incredible job. If I could be torn in one direction, if you had to pick, who would you pick?
0: I mean, it's tough. It's tough because... They both do such a great job, and they're both so pivotal to the plot of this movie. You know, like like you mentioned before, the Vegas, like the seizure scene, Mm -hmm. great on both of their parts. But even, and you Um, talked about even
1: their emotion, like, you know, in the Xavier dying scene, but even, uh, like, Jackman burying Professor X, Uh, and Professor X, like, talking about, uh, like, how good of a day he had, and talking about, like, how Shane, you know, impacted him to Laura you know and then she tells that whole monologue basically back when they bury um when they bury Logan it's all just so fucking good so like they they go and they also have like peaks and valleys of humor as well the interaction in like the dome you know and like trying to understand what's happening it's all so damn good so we got to make a decision but I'll, I'll see if yours matches up with mine
0: if i had to Pick one. I mean, you can't do this movie without Hugh Jackman. You can't. You can't. Uh,
1: uh, Hugh Jackman is mine as well. You
0: can't do it without him. Three times.
1: Four, four times. times. He was the MVP of Logan. He was the MVP of the Wolverine. He was the MB- MVP of X Men Origins. So he was the MVP of all three X Men movies. Of all three Wolverine movies. And X two. And, and X two. So Hugh Jackman is a four time MVP. I believe that puts him second all time behind Samuel L. Jackson and Robin Williams. I gotta find my book.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. You keep track of it. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I have it over here.
1: Sorry. Oh no, it's in the bedroom because I'm working on Podslam stuff. Um, but yeah, he's definitely in a class of his own and about to be. I mean, and that's on say St. Patrick Stewart, is any less. But uh,
0: very, very. Hugh very.
1: Jackman, I has more, obviously, because he it lasts longer in the movie and also just that last scene of him, you know, talking to his daughter and her calling him dad also and his reaction to it and being at peace Ugh. is also kind of what was my turning point on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was dope. I, I, I could literally put this on again and rewatch it right now. Yeah. It's, it's that fucking good. So to recap, for all three, James McAvoy, so for all nine movies, Hugh Jackman got four MVPs James McAvoy got two, and then Fassbender, Ian McAllen, and Patrick Stewart each got one. I think that's correct. Yeah,
0: I think that, that's right. And there was
1: no repeat LVP, nine different LVPs across the board, although James Marsden made it very close at a couple moments. So um, we had
0: Sean Ashmore, James Marsden,
1: Daniel Ramirez, Will, Will I I Am, Am, January Jones,
0: Jones. Tao Okamoto, mm-hmm. Mark Camacho, Oscar Isaac, and Richard E. Grant.
1: Yep. Let's score Logan.
0: I mean, yeah, it was it, it. was good. It was emotional. I like it most out of all of the Wolverines because I really hated the other Wolverines. To be quite mm-hmm. honest with you, um, you know, and I've really got to just. You know, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I'm gonna give it eight and a half. I liked it more than Days of Future Past, I think, but not quite mm-hmm. as much as First. Uh,
1: Glass. Also, I just love, like, like they nailed, uh, like, the post. Even when they nailed, like, the poster. Oh, man, with the
0: wrinkles and And even, shit. like, like
1: so all the trailers were hurt by Johnny Cash. The trailer, the, the credits at the end of the movie are the Ugh. man comes around. Ugh. Everything about it. It
0: just really ties it
1: in. I'm going 10. I'm going 5. You fuck. are, like Like I said, I, like I said, I, well, I gave X-Men First Class a 9.5. And, and I said it was my favorite x movie up to that point. But Logan is better to me than that, so I'm I'm going the full the full ten on it. So um, that's nine point two five for that one. So, so we're gonna give our definitive right now, X Men movie power ranking according to our listing, and a tie for first place. Actually, technically, if I were to use like composite scores. Number one would be Logan. Right, right. Number two would be X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. Number three would be... Days of
0: Future Past.
1: No, e- it actually it technically X- would be X2, because X2, we see a higher score. So three would be X2, four would be Days of Future Past, five would be X-Men, six would be... Uh,
0: Apocalypse.
1: A, X-Men Apocalypse, seven would be X-Men The Last Stand, eight would be The Wolverine, and the worst would be X-Men oh, Origins Wolverine.
0: Um, I think that that
1: is you could you could pick you know X two in Days of Future Past you could flip around sure 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 you could flip around ranking. the Wolverine maybe a little higher to some people than Apocalypse
0: yeah bullshit yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah I think that's about right I think that's about I can't that. believe we did this I'm so ready to not watch an X Men movie for a while
0: I'm so ready to not watch a movie for
1: a while Where well staring at I thought I saw something flying around again. I don't uh, we already watched next week's episode. Like I said, it's a special episode because we had a visitor come over. We also have another bonus episode, special episode coming up later on in July. Um, speaking of bonus episodes, where we draw in the box and find out what our first new random pick in over a month is, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash audio, Like Sam said, we may have a special Cyclops episode with Steve coming up We're soon. We're going to make it happen. But what we do have up right now are the nominations for the 2015 Mullet Awards. That episode is up. You can hear us painstakingly unveil our nominees. It
0: was difficult.
1: You go to arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. You can vote right now. That'll run for the next two months. So we will go, um, the, the beginning of September is when we will cut off, um, voting for that and do our reward our award show, and then we'll have 2014, and before you know it, it's going to be time for 20. the actual live mullet awards. We'll be all caught up. So make sure you get your votes in, listen to that, and support us. Um... Cloak and Dagger will be coming up very, very soon. I want to make sure that we get back to nominating movies back and forth and watching what we actually want to watch. Um, and
0: as a round-out to this uh, trilogy of trilogies that we've done, please make sure that you tweet us at Mary W. Movies. And, or um, email us or, at
1: uh, Mary w at gmail dot com And
0: let us know what mutant power you would have and what you think we would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll talk about it in the next episode. Uh and what, well, I guess we'll we'll give each other, ourselves a chance to kind of think of what not we're next episode do. the week
1: after because we already have next week's episode in the can.
0: The next time that we talk about this. yes, it's
1: yes, just yes, yes. we'll make sure to talk about it. If we didn't even
0: yeah. Because what what would your what would you say yours would be?
1: I I, I said it before. I would just shit everywhere. I am oh, that re- was a
0: legit one? probably. Oh.
1: I, I am rectum. <laughs> I'm just gonna shoot laser beams out my ass. It was like lava poop. Yeah, but like I don't feel it. Like, I can control how it feels. You can,
0: but yeah, but you can't control when you shit.
1: No, that's very true. But it's not shit, it's laser beams. Reach in the box.
0: You don't want to know what my superpower would be? What do you <sighs> think I would say? My mutant, my mutant At this point, would like,
1: be? being able to suck Michael Fassbender's dick look, at any moment. Look. Look.
0: That's inappropriate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is not a mutant power. I don't need to be a mutant to do that.
1: No, but I mean, like, like you can just go like that, like Thanos, and just, like, Michael Fassbender's penis is right there. And you just...
0: You're making it very inappropriate. I had stopped talking about it. You're just keeping I don't know. You
1: probably on. want something lame, like, fucking...
0: Yeah, say something lame. Say something lame. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut the fuck up.
1: Well, what would you, what would you think yours would be?
0: Um, I would like to think that it would be some kind of, like, Telekinetic,
1: That's
0: horrifying. telekinesis, kind of thing, but I could barely stand to be in my own brain sometimes, so yep. I doubt it. Yep. Um I would probably be on that kinetic energy, kind of. Thing like that, Psy, Sci, Psyduck. You're Psyduck. I'm Psyduck. You'd the mutant. be the Psyduck
1: of the X Men. I'm
0: Psyduck, the mutant. Psy. No, I would not. I would be the Snorlax of the X Men. My superpower it's would just be sleeping. sleeping. Uh my mutant power.
1: Uh and what about me? Baloo snailsman. You didn't ask me what my superpower is.
0: It's mutant power. I keep saying superpower. you
1: know what my mutant power is? What? I never pay any for anything on time. I'm always late to things. It's really a horrible mutation. That reminds me. Uh I borrowed some stuff, uh, but I sold it. So What? So like I borrow I didn't ask you, but like I saw some stuff that I could use and so I used it. But then I was like, oh, I don't need this. Like, I thought I needed it. I need money. So I sold some shoes. I sold uh, a watch. I sold your car.
0: Cool. Yeah. Okay.
1: So um, so can I sleep on the couch for another two months? Sure. Yeah. Blue Snailsman for life. And that I will probably get life in prison one day.
0: I'm sure you will. God, that fucking guy sucks. He does. Um... No, so maybe kinetic energy.
1: Uh, oh God, we get it.
0: I I mean I don't know I don't know. I would probably be like telekinesis though.
1: Okay.
0: Be able to like. i would
1: be horrifying. It. I would not want you to know what anybody's thinking, let alone me. Yeah. Well.
0: That's what I. Because you'd be
1: reading my reading my mind right now to tell you to reach into the box and grab a movie.
0: You said that like four times yeah. already.
1: Because I know we're also running long. So. Okay. Not. Anything above one movie and not shame.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man, I don't know what to do in this situation. What? Let's see. Rent.
1: We've done Rent, so...
0: But we pulled it out of the box. No. It was nominated before. No,
1: that's not how we do it. It goes away. There's only two movies that are set up to do that, Pulp Fiction and Frozen. Only two things we agreed upon are ever going to redo. If it's been done on the and podcast also, before, we don't do what's it. what's
0: that movie that we own four copies of?
1: And Freestyle with Thoroughbred. you, and Andrew's angry. Yeah. If it's been done on the podcast before, it gets thrown away. It was nominated, so it's gone.
0: God damn it. God fucking damn it. What? I swear to God. I'm... This is my resignation.
1: What? Is another Here. Ernest movie?
0: <laughs> no, it is not.
1: <laughs> Just but say it. You don't so have to build mad. it up.
0: I have to build this up because... It's like, all right, so months and months and months ago, Malt and I have an obsession with collecting things, and we've collected those Disney Vinylmations. And the Disney Vinylmations, you know, like they're blind boxes, and we went once with good friends of the show, Steve and Laura Real. and we bought the, the um, Star Wars Vinylmations.
1: And we kept getting Stormtroopers.
0: Because Steve wished it on us. And now I feel like Steve is just, like, staring at us through a window somewhere that we can't see and just wishing on us to get things like X-Men and Logan and things like that. Because the next movie that we have to watch is Man of Steel. So I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Mullen Ma- 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 has fallen on the ground. Technically, don't we have to watch, like, uh, Batman no, versus no, Superman no, and no, Justice no, League?
1: No, no, no. Ow. Oh, God, my back. Oh, Steve's trying to kill me. You piece of shit.
0: Oh, we're going to have words tomorrow. And
1: he nominated it. Oh, we're bringing it tomorrow and getting it done with tomorrow. He's watching it. Welcome to Earth, 4th of July. No. Batman vs Superman has been on TNT like every night for a week, and every time I'm like, uh, not even his background fucking noise fluff. No, this one, I didn't want this one. Steve bought it for me so he'd have to do it. Out of there's 1,400 movies in that box. And that's what comes out of it. Oh. We could have
0: just done rent again. I'm
1: walking around the room.
0: We could have I'm just so done rent again.
1: I'm angry. Don't I would get... rather get AIDS. <laughs> God forbid. <sighs> you got to be kidding me.
0: Hey, but you know what? That's a cool mustache he has. Uh, now we have to talk about Superman.
1: Finish. I don't. I don't want to do this anymore. Finish the show.
0: All right. You've heard it. Uh, you've heard it here before. Uh dot net slash Married with Movies. It's where you can find find us. You can also uh, stream us through any other. Places that you get your podcasts, uh, including, uh, Google Podcast, Apple, iTunes, places like that, doing this
1: for two and such episodes. as, still the plans. The plans.
0: therefore,
1: you're talking like the fucking architect from the Matrix movie, <laughs> therefore, vis-a-vis, concordantly, you can listen to our podcasts circumventing around the globe.
0: Exactly. Um... Email us, MaryWMovies at gmail.com. Tweet us at MaryWMovies. Uh, Facebook, where you can find us. Um, let us know you're out there and you're listening and you're enjoying it because we're not necessarily enjoying Oops. making these shows right now. <laughs> um, yeah? Any other, any other plugs I missed?
1: No. no I almost gave out Steve's address so somebody would go and attack him. we have nine fucking X-Men movies nine
0: X-Men movies now Man of Steel thank
1: God I beat him to not buying anything else and he didn't buy Suicide Squad or Batman vs. Superman that we know of he's gonna give it to us tomorrow no we're watching this we're staying up and watching this now so that way we don't have to worry about it
0: no but we're gonna have to talk to Steve about it uh Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio, where you'll be able to find bonus episodes um, that you could subscribe to, help support us. We would appreciate it. You're going to get to hear some different perspectives, some that might be a little bit nicer than ours on um, these movies and some of these characters, like bitch-ass Cyclops um, and bitch-ass Man of Steel that we're going to watch in a couple of weeks that you will hear. Um, yeah? Any, any uh, final thoughts? I don't want
1: to. No, no, I'm gonna literally just have a fit like Jillian. No! Babies! I'd rather watch every episode of Muppet Babies over again.
0: Cool, she's 18 months old. Grow up.
1: Sign off. For a Mullet. This is Mueller.
0: Did you just eat the card? Signing up for Meridian Movies, we'll catch you next time on our couch. Trash
1: the wool. That's
0: disgusting. I don't need paper. <laughs> You're so weird.
1: I have little paper slivers in my mouth now. Now You're I'm so fenced v- oh, so to the
0: cat. You're lucky you didn't get a paper cut
1: on your tongue. I'd top. rather get a paper cut in my asshole than watch Man of Steel again. There's a man going around taking names. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden letter... Reaching down, when the man comes around, the hairs on your arm will stand up
0: at the terror.
1: Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at
0: ArcadeAudio.net.